What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This one is with Kaylee Dickerson. I recorded it with her right when yours was taking off. Her husband Russell's huge hit, Yours, was blowing up. And Kaylee is the producer and the director of his music video. She talks all about that. She talks about how they kept the faith when the seasons were hard in life and Russell hadn't had success yet and she hadn't had success yet. How God is such a center point of their life. The secrets to marriage. They hadn't had their baby Remy yet. So this is a really fun one to listen back and see how far they've come, how much their life has evolved and changed in the most amazing ways, but also what amazing people they are and how amazing Kaylee is. Her spirit is just so shining is the word. She's just this really bright light and they find joy in the journey. And it's such an joy. It's such an enjoyable episode to listen to. So here is Kaylee Dickerson from a few years ago. Okay. I'm here at Kaylee Dickerson's house. Hello. Wife of Russell Dickerson. Hey. Who's a very uh, hilarious, dynamic country singer. Yes, he is. Oh, oh, oh my God. He's here. (laughs) Gee, didn't know he was going to be here. Didn't know you had an elevator in your house. <laughs> oh, love you, honey. Bye. Put it right the couch. The, you know, yeah. Where where do you like to ride that elevator? <laughs> Down to the laundry. Down to the wine cellar library. Yeah. yeah okay. You yeah. Know, that, very necessary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So it sounds like you guys have no fun in your marriage at all. Zero. Yeah. Zero fun. <laughs> No laughs. No. No laughs. None. <laughs> what is a typical day like here at the Dickerson house? It is um, 
It's an adventure. He is truly like wakes up thinking it's the best day every single day. Now, where does that mentality come from? I have no idea. Like it is, he is unicorns, rainbows. Like this morning he goes, <gasps> like first thing I woke up to today was, <gasps> it's snowing. Like he's like Buddy the Elf. And I was like, say, that reminds me of Elf in real life. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> like he's never seen snow in his life. Like it's so cute. It's so cute. So that has to, you have the same infectious personality also though. Like you're mm-hmm. always glass half full, optimistic. Yeah. I'm a happy kid. I mean, so seriously, y'all are like sitting on a rainbow <laughs> tooting out Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured the little kid on like DreamWorks, like going fishing from the moon. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it kind of feels like that. Yeah. So, okay. I, since you guys have such an optimistic personality, how do you guys deal with this music industry? Because not every day is an optimistic day. So how do you navigate this wild industry and you guys have something y'all have something really special because you are always by Russell's side yeah like y'all are a true partnership and you are on the road with him constantly which a lot of women would have a hard time doing yeah I love it okay so you're made for it I love it yeah I have five older brothers so you're the only girl only girl and we traveled so hardcore for soccer for them that I lived in a van with a bunch of boys so this is normal for now I just live in a bigger van (laughs) with a bunch of boys so I this actually, is life. This yeah, is how you've always I lived. love. It. I really do love it. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah. It's not an in- industry that's always rainbows and unicorns. But I feel like we've known for so long and had to fight for everything we knew he was supposed to do. That even the things that we were like praying for so hard, be like, we want this, we want that, and I mean, even when they didn't happen, it was like, okay, they're not supposed to happen. So it's just the lens is like everything works together for the good. Always, you know, so like we, we actually laughed about that the other day. Like he really wanted a thing called On the Verge for radio and we were praying for it for years. You know, we we're like, oh, we'll get that. You and know, On the Verge is where all the radio stations decide to play your songs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, like you're single. So we were like, definitely. We're definitely. And you have to be like a first artist. It has yes. to be like your first single. And he didn't get it. And we were so bummed. And honestly, looking back, I'm really, we're thankful like now we're like, oh, I'm actually kind of glad that we built those relationships the hard way yes. and like did it the long way. And now the second time around, it was it was better. And it was, yes. I don't know, we just, we thought it just wasn't our story. And for some people, it like skyrockets them into the stratosphere and it's great. It's everyone's story is so different, but we're grateful for how ours has, you know, is turning out. God is a big part of y'all's journey. Mm-hmm. You always talk about God. I know that this is this is like the centerpiece of y'all's life, career, marriage. Totally. Where does that come from? We both grew up in the church. Okay. So his dad is a worship pastor in Nashville at Woodmont Baptist, where we got married. Really? In, in Green Hill. Because some preacher's kids turn the other way and like get totally. wild and crazy. And we and- both had our, we definitely had our, I don't, I know I had a, I don't think I believe in God anymore. Phase. Yeah, I had that phase in high school. Yeah, and he never did. He is just like the most faith. Like they say, like faith is a gift. He uh-huh. has the gift of faith. Just blind, total faith. I I'm always gonna think of him like Buddy the Elf now forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. He <laughs> really is. He really is. Just not in the jumpsuit. Yeah. But he's like world's best coffee. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah. So I grew up pastor's sister, oh, and okay. so because my brother is basically old enough to be my dad. Okay, because, yeah, that's what you said. Your oldest brother is 20 years 20 older. 20 years older. So he was my youth pastor. He, like, was really foundational in my beliefs. And my parents are Christians, but he was more 
hands-on, went to seminary. I was learning all these things with him that I thought were so interesting. And then I had a moment where I was like, I don't think this is real. And then I was like, oh, no, this is definitely real. Okay, so what was that moment? Why did you not think it was real? And then what made you, what I brought went, you back? I went to Belmont. Okay. So in my high school in Wisconsin, there were like, there were Christians, but it was, no one was like, I'm going to make sacrifices for this. And I kind of was. I didn't go to all the parties and I didn't do things that I thought like a good Christian should do, you mm-hmm. know? And I moved to Nashville and I was like, there are going to be other Christians. I'm not going to be alone. And I got here and that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, I think this is just something my family does. Okay. And I was like, maybe this isn't real. Okay. And then I kind of, I didn't do anything wild and crazy to figure it out. But all of a sudden I felt different one day, I remember. And I was like, if I feel different, that means there's something to feel. So God's real. That was it. And then that was it. It was just that From simple. then on, you yeah. were just sure. Yeah. Like it felt like the joy in life was gone. Okay. I and I was that. like... If I, if, if there's something to feel like that, then God's real. I don't know. It's just that simple. Yeah. And we found each other way after that. Like I had come full circle. I was like doing missions photography and he was leading worship at a bunch of churches. And and you were not interested in dating musician. No. Like that was not on the agenda for no, Kaylee. No, definitely not. So, when But I always found them. Like I would say that, but <laughs> if I look at my track record. It was all musicians. They were all musicians. Like what is wrong with me? I was drawn to it, I guess. I don't know. And so I've done some stalking on you and obviously yeah. I know you. But so you had like maybe not the best relationship before Russell. Oh yeah, no. So you got a little burned. And so yes. you weren't necessarily open, especially to the musician, especially mm, to relationship. No. How did you, you talked about trust a lot. Mm-hmm. Like Russell told you to trust yeah. him, but you're like, okay, you're a human. And then finally, like you heard that God yeah. told you to trust him. Where did that all come from? And you're so good at hearing science <laughs> from God, like hearing, hearing God speak to you. He comes to you in dreams. He comes to you in signs. I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. that's incredible. Okay. But so like, how did that come where you knew you had to trust and like, this is a leap you're going to take? I, I would always pray that if it wasn't God's best, whoever I was dating after that guy, after I got burned, <clears throat> um, I was like, if this isn't your best for me, God, just take him. Okay. And every single time he did like within like two weeks. That's what I love about your faith is like you ask and it gets answered. (laughs) Well, he's like that though. in my, obviously in my experience, but you trust so well, you trust so fully that the answer is coming. Well, it came from hard decisions, like breaking up with that guy. I honestly was like, God, if, if he's not going to be faithful, like I always had a fear of that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And with him specifically, um, and if that's going to be the trajectory of my life and I'm going to have kids and this is going to happen, I need it to happen now. Yes, get out. And no joke, in the two years we had dated, he had never cheated on me. And after I prayed that, he cheated six times. Wow. And I was like, okay. So it took a hard thing. I broke up with the guy I thought I was going to marry. And it's not all like rainbows hearing God speak because that sucked a lot. But... <clears throat> Then when it came to rebuilding my heart and trusting someone again, I was like, all right, well, God saved me the last time. He'll do it again. And it's actually a really cool story. I got to call him probably years later because I I was in church and I was like, God, what's like between us? Like, is there anything like I'm holding on to? Like, just talk to me, basically. And how do you talk to God? Like, how do you just in my mind? How does he answer you? How do you know when he's giving you an answer? You just know, like, it's almost like someone, it's like you think of something you didn't think of. So all of a sudden a thought will come across my mind that I know I didn't generate. 
Okay. And there's faith in that too. Cause sometimes you're like, no, I'm just thinking that. Right. And then you just trust it and see what happens. And if it's not him, it'll show itself. But in this case it was, and he was like, you don't believe I won't let you down. Okay. And I was like, whoa. And so it's kind of like an all knowing response. Almost. Yeah. It's like some people, everyone's different. Everyone here has got different. It's feelings or dreams or in this case, he doesn't always speak like that to me, but when I ask, he usually says something. Okay. And so I, I was like immediately thought of my ex and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I prayed for this and all this time I've thought that you hurt me and let me date someone who would hurt me when really, and he immediately was like, I saved you. Mm. And I was like, whoa, you didn't let me down. You saved me. And so immediately I remembered I had prayed for it. And I thought of how he must still be feeling because um, he, he would come to town for the next like year and try and get me back. And, and you were like strong no. on it. You're like, like, no, no. way, not mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Once you made up your mind, you were done. I was done. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, also, and once you found out he cheated on you six times. Well, yeah. And, that that, and I honestly was willing to forgive him. And then I remembered what I'd prayed and I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> like I forgot. Oh, I totally forgot. Yeah. And I was like, I can forgive you. And. Anyway, it's, this is the real, the real deal story. And so I called him year, like years later, Russell and I maybe were married at this point. Oh, wow. And we were in church and he was actually leading worship and I walked out and I called, yeah. And I called my ex and I was like, Hey, I just want you to know that that wasn't you. Like we weren't supposed to be together and I wasn't going to see it other than that. And I just want to release you from thinking that you, you messed everything up. And I was like, I prayed for this to happen if we weren't supposed to be together. And it happened. And it's not your character. And it's not who you are. And you're not going to, you know. All of a sudden, he's crying on the phone. I'm crying on the wow. phone. Wow. You gave him serious, like, forgiveness yeah. and freedom. Yeah. And I was like, this is not going to be your future. I mean, it's shifted into, like, prophesying over <laughs> his life. I'm like, this is not who you are. This is not who you're going to be. You're going to be a great dad and a great husband. And, and just kind of let him go. And... I mean, he was crying. I was crying, and what a release! Though it was for cool. someone, it was a really special thing, actually. And then for him to have that forgiveness from you, yeah, you know, and to think that like he doesn't have to be that person, yeah, and he won't. He's married, has a kid, like he's just a good dude. I, I hope, I think, you know. So, I, I've gone through like the hard stuff with God. That the good stuff is that much sweeter. And so, are you able to see the hard? stuff now as part of God's good plan. Totally. That's something I've been learning lately is because I used to think things were good or bad. Like if something yeah. like bad happens, you know, and especially like in this industry, this wild industry, like yeah. it's a roller coaster ride. And I'd be like, oh, if things don't go according to plan. And even with my own career, I've had a wild career in yeah. the industry. It's like so many things have blown up in my face. Mm. And in the beginning, it crushed me. Like when it first started happening, I was like, how can this happen? My life is over. How will we ever like move on? And then comes this next wave of lessons of learning of things getting answered in ways that could have never been answered. If, if something bad per se hadn't happened. And it's made me realize that things really aren't bad. You just have to be willing to find the message in them. Mm -hmm. And it's all for the good. It's all for the good. It's all for the good. And we just expect that God's going to do things in a way that feel right to us. But God teaches us lessons in all different ways. Totally. And And a lot of them hurt. It's not like his goal for our lives (laughs) isn't that it's like 
sunshine and unicorns. It's not. It's that we are good people and we're humble people and that we love others well. And sometimes the hard stuff force you to do those things and see what really yes. matters and what doesn't matter. And you see it, you're in Africa with little kids who are smiling bigger than anyone you've ever seen in your life. And all they have is a deflated soccer ball. Like there are things in this life that we think matter that don't at all. Yeah. They just don't. They don't. And I think that perspective is what really opens our eyes to it. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I've like this year, my word has been surrender because so good. Well, it's just like I always have so many plans and I still have so many plans and I still have so many goals and like I want my life. I know how I want my life to look because I very visionary in my yeah. mind. But also I'm like some of the greatest things that have ever happened to me have been so off course, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's so so true. it's just like I'm trying to just let it all roll. And if something happens that rocks my world, just get the lesson, figure out why it happened. And sometimes being humbled is such a good thing too. Yeah. I'm thankful too. Like even if I hadn't had that heartbreak, how would I ever relate to other girls who've been heartbroken? Mm -hmm. You know. And what if you you might not even appreciate Russell? Like oh, how true. happy he is! You might just think that's how normal people are. That's, yeah, people are just like that. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. But yeah, like I'm just so even. <clears throat> so Russ and I even broke up while we were dating. Okay, or y'all just just tested it out to make sure. Yeah, Michael and I broke up too. We were just we just graduated college. Yeah, he was about to take off and be this superstar, and I was, I was still figuring my stuff out too. And so, even when that even when that ended, I still was praying, God, if this is not your best, if this isn't your best for me, like take him. And so when that happened, I was like, okay, maybe it's not Russell. And I just had so much peace. Because I'd already done this, mm -hmm. you know, and I'd already, and so in turn, I didn't get all clingy on him and be like, but, but no, 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 we're supposed to be together. We're supposed to be together. And I your just, faith was strong. I just let him go. I let him go. Wow. And, and, uh, I prayed for him and prayed. I was like, I would still be like, if it's, if it's him, bring him back. If it's not, I don't want him. And sure enough, Gosh. within about a month, he came back and he called me on Thanksgiving while in that month was like, I'm thankful for you. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Why are you calling me? He was like, I don't know. I just thought about you and just wanted to tell you I was thankful for you. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> he was like, we'll be friends. I was like, oh, hell no. I've never been one of those people to be friends with exes. No. I was like, you do not get both, my uh -uh. friend. <laughs> you do not get both. And, <laughs> and I think that honestly helped a lot because I could just really let him go and I wasn't half there, half not. and Not lukewarm. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. like... You're all in or you're not. And he came back and was all in. And then you know, how long until you got married after that? He proposed a year and a month or so after that. And then we got married three months after that. As soon as we were engaged. Wow. Okay, so engaged yeah. was a very, very short engagement. We were like, let's do this. Let's get married. We weren't living together. You know, we were like, we're so excited to be married. I didn't, I wasn't excited about a wedding. Like, yeah, me either. I really, I was like, this sounds so stressful, especially uh, as the only girl. Uh, I was like, uh, pressure is <clears throat> on. And I was like, So did nope. y'all have kind of a low-key wedding? Mm, there were <laughs> 600 people there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not at the reception. Did though. you not have anxiety? No. I'm not a very anxious person, which also I think helps with this whole is road this life. Is all because of your faith that you don't have anxiety? In Probably. Your... Yeah. Probably. You're so solid in your faith 24 oh hours God. of the day, aren't you? No. No, there's plenty of times I'm like, hello, God. Hello. <laughs> ding, ding, ding right here you know there's plenty of times but or, or when 
a friend of mine just went through something so hard and there are plenty of times I'm like, God, where are you in this? Cause this is not good. And there, cause life happens and mm-hmm. we're not in heaven. So it's just not going to be heaven mm-hmm. here. And I understand that, but, um, yeah, there's plenty of times that I'm like, hello, this isn't cool. Yeah. This is really, really hard. And there were plenty of times in his career, the last five years we've been like, where are you? I know. I know. I think though that everyone has that journey. Yeah. Especially. And it's okay. It's more human beings. Like if anyone tells you they never question anything anytime, I'd be like concerned unless Mm -hmm. they're Russell and they have the gift of faith. Like, (laughs) I mean, he just really is like a fairy and God is everywhere and. What? So Gosh, cute. What would it be to be like him for a day? I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. I'm honestly kind of scared. Like his, he has serious ADD. See, oh, it's like bing, 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 bing. It's so fun. We were just talking about how <laughs> he, he's starting his vlog, which who knows if this will ever even happen. I'm going to be honest. Okay, like, but because his be ADD is like, I'm super into this right now. Will and he then edit it changes. It and everything. Yeah, he's doing the whole thing. Okay, but it's like. I watched the, his first episode and it truly is like insight into his brain. Okay, because this is his direction. Because he is shooting his it. Vision. He's choosing what to film. He's, He's choosing editing. what to edit. So it is like all over the place. Like it, it is like a trip through his brain. It's so this funny. This is exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And I'm just glad I'm not doing it. I'm like, and it's kind you of have like, fun with the camera, babe. I'm going to chill. It's a change of roles because you're the videographer mm-hmm. of the family. Uh, hello to CMT number one videos. Hey, how is that weird? Like, it's so funny. I, I'm super proud of it because female directors are really rare. Like, really yes. rare. Like, we were nominated for Breakthrough Video last year at CMTs. Still filming. Still yeah, good. just making sure we're filming. Um, I had to rig my situation so it couldn't check. <laughs> yeah, we should take, I should take a picture of what's <laughs> happening over here to put on. That's how I'll post that we're doing yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Um, so we were nominated for CMT Breakthrough Video. With yours. Yes, which was purely just me and him and our friend Ben driving. And car. that was also a Leap of Faith video because yeah. at that point, there wasn't a whole lot going on with Russell's career. No, there was nothing. Everyone had said no. Everyone, Everyone said had no. said no. And so you said, okay, let me just go out and film this video. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had, so my fourth brother, the one whose apartment we're in in LA. Which also you have a getaway in LA, which we have to talk about. Yes. He moved to Santa Barbara, but he was rent controlled and... I was like, yeah, we're going to take this over. It's a dream. So he is a director, has done tons of major, major music videos. And so I was a junior in college and he was like, hey, I just gotten a nice camera for Christmas. And he had this video job come through that they didn't initially like the first video that was shot. So all the budget was gone. And he's like, I have $5,000 to pull off a video. Wasn't it like Nora Jones or something? He's like, can you bring your camera? And I was like, sure. And I was like, I've never done this. And he was like, I was trust this you. Was Nora was like rock coming into her moment? Uh, no, it wasn't like come away with me. But oh. it was like shortly after. Okay. Yeah. And within like five years of that. I don't know. And so we flew out. I was like, what are we doing? Where are we going? He's like, I'm taking you to New York. We're doing this. So I'm a junior in college. I have never shot a music video in my life. I just done photography. So I don't know why I said photography. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did photography. Photography. Uh, like headshots, all that in the music school at Belmont. And then he was like, I've seen your eye. A good eye is a good eye. Like, you, I'll teach you how to film. You already have the other part. I was like, okay. okay. Thanks, bro. Thank you. So he flew me, and I was like, where are we going? He was like, do you know who Nora Jones is? And I was like, yes, I so know. So Come Away With Me had come out? Yes. Okay, so she's already a superstar. She's already a superstar, yeah. 
And he has a $5,000 budget yes. for a video? <laughs> I don't know how, how I'm allowed to tell happen? that. <laughs> how does this happen? Well, they didn't like the first video okay. that they that was made that used the budget. So then they're just like, they're like, okay, like, let's redo it. Make it work. They're like, let's go with that other guy that we didn't pick his treatment. And give him the tiniest budget in the yes. world. And so and we filmed it all in her with. apartment. Okay. And all these different other places too. But yeah, just around New York, just shot B-roll. And he did some stuff out in LA. So he was like, I want, he's like, I have enough on my reel. I'm putting you as DP of this music What does video. DP mean? Director of photography. Oh. So like the cinematographer. And I was like, That's excuse me? That's a big job. Yeah. Like I didn't even know how to do that. So cinematography found you. Yeah, it did. Honestly. I wasn't like, I'm going to be a cinematographer. So I'd already done it. With so, Nora Jones. With so Nora you, Jones. That's a good start. So then I came back and I did other music videos in Nashville, like low budget. Did that give you a good confidence boost? Yeah, I guess. Just it like, gave I can me, do it, this. It let me raise my rates and make a living. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's the girl that did the Nora Jones video. I'm like, yeah, yeah guys, I'm a professional for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then when every label said no to him, I was like, we can do this. Like, we can do this ourselves. And how did you come up with the idea? Because it's literally Russell yeah. walking down a road. I, I And then it starts raining, yeah. which was random, but totally worked out. Yes. Because so, that wasn't planned, right? No, no. So we were just going to shoot test footage and a storm was like rolling in. Because I wanted to be sure I wanted to slow it down and speed up the music because it has to whatever. And I was like, I want to be sure that I know that I can do this. So we went out there. And as we're coming, this storm is just rolling in. And I was like, okay, we need to, we need to get somewhere quick, quick, quick. Like we hadn't even done location scouting. We're outside of the prison in Na in West Nashville. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, there's fire or tornado sirens going off, and we couldn't hear them. But now looking back, I think that's why we didn't get stopped. Oh, because everyone was undercover. We were only there for like an hour and a half. And you just walk down this road, cars would come, and we'd have to like redo it. And I'd be like, hurry, hurry, hurry! The rain's coming. So we were driving and I was, again, I was like, God, it'd be nice if I got all of my shots that I need before the rain comes. And then once I'm done, I need it to downpour. <laughs> and that's what you happened. wanted to get some shots of that too. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. And we went back out there to shoot his EP. And meanwhile, we're leaving and I'm like, I'd called my cinematographer friend in LA. He's like, I mean, did stuff with like Grey's Anatomy. Like he's insane. And he didn't get back to me. Because I was like, I just wanted to be sure I was doing the shutter rate, everything right. And he calls me after we're done. And I was like, please tell me that this was right. He goes, that's exactly what I would have told you to do. I was like, thank God. Because I was like, I got all this lightning. And I was like, I can't recreate this if this happened. Like, I needed this to work right. And it did. And so we that went, was kind of your first real video to direct all by yourself. Oh, yeah. Very first. And it goes to number one on CMT. Yeah. And you get nominated for a yeah. CMT Music Video yeah. of the Year Award. Yeah. I mean, what is that? Yeah, it was great. And your I, first yeah. video. I, I mean, edited I'm, the whole thing. Like, it was all in, all in house. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. 
But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. So you and Russell are kind of like, y'all, that's what's so cool about y'all. Y'all are so self-made as a team, too. Yeah. Because he's obviously the artist with the music, but you are visually creating. When he shows me songs and new demos, like, I see the video. And Blue Tacoma was one of my favorite. That made you just feel like that, like the drone looks and everything. You're on a beach. I was like, I just want everyone to feel like they're there. Like, they took this road trip with us. I don't want other people in it. I want it to feel like we're in our own world and... I feel like we didn't. So I brought that video. brother in to direct with me on this one because I was like, I don't know how to do all the permits and stuff. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's like a road trip. There were so many places we needed Ugh. permits and all the legal stuff. Really yeah. sucks the joy out of and creativity, he, doesn't right. it? Right. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and he had, um, he had done a Mercedes commercial. And so he used those same drone guys on this. So he had all the connections of who he wanted. So it was, it was pretty great. Yeah. And that one also made it number one on yeah. CMT. I mean, it's crazy. So you guys, okay, okay. This is what I love about you guys too. Cause like, I feel like for eight years or so, y'all were praying for success, yeah. right? Or how oh. long was it? Gosh. Well, really since we got married, which was five and a half years ago. So, you, But he's been at this since we graduated. He signed his first publishing deal in 2000. When did we graduate? College. 2011. Okay. So he's been at this for eight years. So eight years of waiting, of yeah. believing, of yeah. preparing, of planting seeds. I just talked in, into my coffee on that one. Hey, I like it. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, all this hard work just like overflows and pays off. And was it like one year that it all happened? Yeah. yeah. When, when yeah, was you, the year? Was it 2000? Yours went number one like a week ago last year. 
this last so like a year ago so a year and a week ago 18 was y'all's year yeah that was like everything year. was like we got our first bus we're not driving a van anymore <laughs> praise god um first bus two number ones like a cmt nom he was nominated for acm's wild and i heart new artists that's yeah has that happened yet no not yet i mean I know. It's, Going on awesome tours, toured with Lady Antebellum, oh, who are some of y'all's good we're friends. We're so spoiled with tours. Like, How is that? Because Charles and Cassie of Lady A. Yes, my, my people. How was that touring with some of your besties? We've only toured with our besties. Okay, so... Which who, we didn't know is, like, rare. So Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett, Florida Georgia Line, and Lady Antebellum. Like, that's truly our with. best friends in the industry. Partially, so TR threw us a bone. Like, he was like, this guy's going to be someone, just trust me. Because he asked him on tour, oh gosh, when was that? It was not this last year, the year before that. Before Yours wasn't even happened. on the radio. We didn't even have a record deal. He just deal. gave him a shot. Yeah. And he had seen the video. We showed it to them. And him and Tyler, we showed Tyler and Haley, Tyler Hubbard. And that's a and deal. Yes. And Tyler was like, you guys got to show TR the video. Like, you got to show him. And so we showed him. And TR had never heard Russ sing and was like, dude. But we all were friends with them. You yeah. just never heard him sing yet? No, this was like, this was right when we shot the video. It was Tyler Hubbard's wedding. That's how long ago this was. Okay. So that was, I think, a year after we got married. So this is like four or five years ago. Okay. Because he released yours four years before it went number one. And he wow. released it with the video. That so song's that, been around. Yeah, it's been around. That song's had so a that, life. Yeah, so that far back. And TR saw it. And then shortly after, he saw his like streams were climbing and then asked him on tour. And he told me first. We were playing darts after freaking CMT something at some bar at Green Hills. He's like, can I tell you something? I was like, what? And he's like, I'm going to ask Russ on tour. And I was like, <gasps> like freaking out. And he was like, you can't tell him though. I was like, well, why'd you tell me? Man? I was like, this is the meanest thing you've ever done to me. That's what I said. I was like, I'm supposed to keep this a secret. I was like, no, 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 absolutely not. Like, I don't keep secrets from him. One, two, I don't keep really great things from him. Like, so what did no. you do? I made him tell him by the end of the night. Okay. I was like, TR has something he'd like to tell you, Russell. <laughs> so <laughs> how mean, was that freaked. tour? So great. We were out with Ryan Hurd and Kelsey Ballerini and TR. Oh my gosh. It was just like, a, it was so, it was like so young. First of all, everyone mm -hmm. was under 30, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And just a blast. We like spent St. Patrick's Day together. Yeah. Touring life. Yeah. And then we went out with FGO and then did some more shows with Thomas Rhett and then Lady A. So tell me what you have gathered from being on tour. What is tour life for, like for you? And what have you learned from being on tour with all of these people who are your besties and friends? And then also, you know, colleagues. It's more of a family than you would imagine. And especially now because TR and Lauren have two children. And, and you were a big part. You went to Africa yeah. with Lauren. Yeah. When she was getting Willow Gray. Yep. I documented that whole process for her. And just so they would have it. I don't know if, what they'll do or... But she... A lot of people wanted to document it, and she was like, it's way too personal. And she was like, I need, I need you there. And she told me on a Thursday or a Wednesday, and we were leaving the next Wednesday. She wow. was like, will you come? And I was like, uh, uh. sure. <laughs> and I go, I go to get my shots, and Vanderbilt wouldn't give them to me. They're like, you need these 10 days out. I was like, well, I didn't know I was going to Africa until like now, so I don't know what you so want me to do. seven days. Yeah, I was like, I need a yellow card. And they're like, we won't do it. So and I was like, what the heck? Like so I, they place? gave me a whole list of places. And I, I <laughs> don't do same, thing, same thing. I was like, God, I need you to tell me which one to call. Like, I was like, I don't have time for this. And all of a sudden this one, I just was like, that one. 
just it just feels like a feeling. And I call and they're like, sorry, we're not doing this today. Uh, we're something. And she was like, let me take your name and I'll call you tomorrow. And so I'm like Kaylee Dickerson. And she goes, wait a second. What's your husband's name? Are you serious? Yeah. And I was like, Russell. And she goes, can I call you right back? And I was like, sure. So she calls me back and she was like, okay, you can come in today anytime. Were they a super fan? Uh, yeah, I guess. I was like, excuse me, what? And she goes, I took care of it. I'm such a fan. Like, I'll, I'll get you in. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, thank you. So I got it. And then that day, we flew to Thomas Rhett's birthday in Vegas. It was ACMs. And Lauren was like, she, mind you, they were like, this could make you sick. It's the yellow fever shot or something. It can make you feel like you have was the flu. Was this when she was also super pregnant? Yes. This is also when she was pregnant. <laughs> yes. And, and they thought they couldn't have kids. So that's a miracle yeah. in itself. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So yeah. they're like, it could make you sick. And she leaves the room. And I was like. Not in Jesus' name. I'm not getting sick. I was like, so I didn't? can't get sick. No, so I go to Vegas and I was like, Lauren, I got my shot. Everything's cool. And she was like, how do you feel? I was like, fine. She was like, this is the the shot Tyler got that made him miss an award show that Thomas Wright had to sub for him because he actually like had the flu from it. And I was like, oh, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make everyone sick. Like Cassie Kelly just got it. I was like, how do you feel? She's like, great. But because she's in Africa right now, right? Yeah. Or on her way. Yeah. Do y'all go to the same place? I No, Lauren is taking a trip to just kind of bring people into what they're doing with Love One and yeah. show them how they're changing all these kids' lives. And it's incredible what they're doing. And so I, I've been there. I've seen it. I tried to go this year. I wanted to go. But it was overlapping with tour. And yeah. it's his first headlining tour. Which is also Yes, insane. amazing. It's co-headlining with Carly, with Carly, our girl, Carly Pierce. And they both have a... Russell to be soon hit. Yes, Carly hit every little thing, every little thing. Yes. which is so ironic that they both have like a, I know. a huge. They song. thought about calling the tour that. They went back and forth. And yeah, maybe do a mashup. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's a quick little tour. It's only four weekends. How's that been as a headlining? Insane. Because like, going from all these tours of your friends, colleagues, all that. Like, oh, he has dreamt of this for so long, and in his mind, like he designed the lights. Like he. He had it all up here and just was like, go. Talk to me about how it's going. What's the response been? It is insane. Like, he'll finish Blue Tacoma. I cried, first of all, the first night because they were singing every little thing so loud, so loud. And I was like, this isn't even like top 40, I don't think. I was like, what is going on? And I just, I mean, I looked around. And I was like, I'm not the only one here because there's plenty of shows. <laughs> I was the, the only, only one? one being like, and I would just stand up there once. I remember specifically in Georgia and my brother was there and the boys had set everything up, sound checked, and then no one cared. Like no one. It was a pool hall and it was just me, my brother and sister-in-law. And we just stood up there, like, dance like crazy people because we're like, we're sorry no one else is here, you know? And so I looked out, and there was, like, over 2,000 people. Wow. And I was, like, <laughs> just, I mean. Just to come from nothing to yes. that. It, just the feeling that you have to feel. I'm so grateful. The hard work, the yes. belief, the persistence, the faith. It makes you grateful. You're not, you don't resent it. You're not like, oh, we're going. There are plenty of people who are like, oh, we have to go to this station, da, da, da. And we are like, we get to go. Yes. Like, you know how long we prayed to have a conversation on radio? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yes. So I think the the grind and the hustle is lends itself to so much more gratitude than anything else can. Absolutely. It's not nothing against anyone it was given to, but like. It's just not going to lend itself to being really grateful because it is. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you. It is. It it does. is brutal. It and you have to like 
love this with your entire heart. Yeah. You can't half love it. No, you can't. Or else you'll just get, you won't make it. No. And maybe you do, and then you resent it, and then it's just, that's not a way to live. I interviewed Jessie Alexander a while ago. Yeah. She's a huge songwriter yeah. and awesome. And I love she, her. I love her so much. And we were talking about just the grind and, you know, being in the music industry. And she was like, everybody will get humbled at some point, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like, you, you, some people come in and they're huge and it's like instant, but like everybody is going to get humbled because you just, it, it's a part of, it's a yeah. part of life. It's a part of the journey. And so like, like you're saying, to have had all those years of grinding, to know what it feels like to have no one at the shows, yeah. to, you know, to still have your faith for mm-hmm. it. It makes it so sweet. So sweet. And you will always just have this appreciation to be there. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And amen. We said that the other day <laughs> of how, um, oh, it was someone was just talking about like artists comparing themselves to each other and feeling like there's enough, enough room at the table. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we learned that lesson in a very quiet place. Because Rust actually turned down the deal FGL took. And we watched them blow up in front of our faces. And at first we were like, dang it, did we make a mistake? But it, that was never our deal. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have worked for him because we didn't have crews. Like, yeah. They had crews. Like, just as simple as that. Was and that the XM radio deal? No, it was um, their like, publishing kind of label deal okay. at the time. And still, they still are with, it's Big Loud. Oh, yeah. And um, Russ had turned it down and we were like, oh, did we make a mistake because nothing's happening for us? And like we learned that was theirs and there's no comparison. There's no you cannot be like we chose to celebrate them and cheer them on. And I feel like that is such a pivotal. And I think that's why he has what he has, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because he will champion everyone around him. He's not mad when someone gets something he wants. That, like he's oh, been through man. that. And we, we just did that in, the, in a quiet place. We went through it so that now we're not ruining relationships. Because there are some people who like kind of, you know, they're, they're just not as welcoming or they think that they have to sh- upstage or whatever. And we're like, there's room at the table. I love what you're saying because like I'm in a different way. Like I'm kind of career wise. And then also like I've been on a big pregnancy journey and like we had miscarriage and like we tried for a long time to get pregnant and didn't happen. And it's just like, I chose from the beginning that I was always going to be happy Mm -hmm. to support my friends who were having success and babies because exactly like you're saying, it is so easy to want to feel sorry for yourself Mm -hmm. to get upset to be angry at the situation and same with like music career like something can go so great for you and then fall apart and right. who knows and like it's like cares? if you're going to let your you can feel sad and upset for yourself mm-hmm. but to not be able to celebrate other people i feel like is such a you're you're missing out yeah you really miss out on joys of life because it, yours yeah. will come you know totally and it and will come it might only come if you choose to celebrate other people yeah it might and I, only come that way. And it, just like when you see people who, like, and it can be hard sometimes because you can be in a really hard season of life and yeah. everyone else can be totally flourishing around you. But still, it's like you have to have that faith that what's for you will be for you mm-hmm. and celebrate other people. Yeah. I love that you said that because that is something I have just been I, noticing and thinking about all the time because when you are in a hard season, you want to feel sad sometimes, but you're like, no, this no. is bigger than me. And... Totally. Someone else getting something doesn't mean you won't. Exactly. Why is that a I don't common know. fear that people Everyone, have? Well, that's part of the problem with thinking like there's not enough. 
Right, that God is, he's infinite. Yeah. Literally infinite. So what he has, him giving one thing to something, he's not out of it now. Yeah, like there's he's not, not a, running. His, there's not a shortage. His stockhold is not depleting. Like it's, <laughs> he is infinite. Like it never ends. Like it's all good. You know, and I think you have to realize that and believe it in order to celebrate other people. I agree. The secret to life, celebrating other people. Amen mm-hmm. to that. I think it is. I love that. So how do you, okay, so when y'all were in a period where it wasn't going yeah. well for you, you turned down an opportunity, how how did you deal with it privately and how did you, like, was that a decision that you made or was it just, like, how did you work through that? I think we kind of ran towards it. Instead of, like, backing away from our friendships, we ran straight to the heart of it and we got nothing but closer with Tyler and Haley and... I mean, we would go to their beautiful home and then come back to our little duplex that we were renting, you know, and there were plenty of opportunities to be jealous or, you know, want what your neighbor has. But we're like, no, we're going to love the crap out of them and we're just going to be best friends. And it changed our friend. They're some of our sweetest, dearest. They're some of the greatest people. On the planet. On the planet. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, they're just wonderful people. And if we would have let that come between us and resentment or whatever, which I'm sure he doesn't even, if he heard this, he'd be like, what? That was hard for you guys? <laughs> We've never even talked about it. Yeah. Because it truly, we we just ran towards it. Yeah. Instead of being shying away. Yeah. Like, we're going to love him. We're just going to love him. Mm-hmm. We did. I really admire that. I really do, Kaylee. Thanks. Because that is such a incredible trait to have. And it shows how much faith you have and how loving you are as a human because that that's one of the hardest things. I mean, what is it like? It's it's just one of the seven deadly sins, jealousy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it happens to everyone, especially in this industry. Yeah, That's why navigating it in the way that you guys have chosen to navigate it with faith, with love, with, you know, just working on yourself and your art and yeah. celebrating everyone else. Like that is really inspiring. Oh, thanks. It really is. It's not always been easy, but it's, it's worth it. It is. It's so worth it. And then look at your joyful life. You know, just trying to be like unicorns and rainbows over here. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it pretty easy. <laughs> Talk to me about Europe because y'all went on a big Europe trip. Yes. We went Was to Paris. Was that magical? Speaking of unicorns. Oh, my gosh. Or, and you said that you were thinking Paris might let you down, but it didn't. Yes, it did not. I thought it was going to be overhyped. Because you have this like imagination and this like picture. Yeah. I have a like, sex oh, in the city it's going to be so romantic and it's going to be this and that. Granted, I've come to learn weather determines if I like a city 100%. Okay. So like we went to Amsterdam on this same trip, but it was rainy and I, it was cold and I was getting kind of sick and... I, I need to go back because yeah. I didn't love it because of that. You weren't feeling great and it and wasn't. And someone we know yeah. when they were in Paris, it was like that. So they didn't love it. Uh-huh. When we were there, it was like 70 every day oh. and sunny, like high of 70. So it was like fall, like early fall. And it was incredible. It was incredible. Did the you food. Eat, did you eat incredible? <laughs> what did you have? Pasta every day? Oh, scones? Yes. Like, everything. Croissants. Yeah. Macarons. Macarons? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but we don't speak French. So... The secret, I will say, the secret is trying. Because you know how everyone's like, French people are so rude, they hate us, blah, blah. So we would walk around and be like, do they hate us? Do they love us? Do they hate us? <laughs> and if you try to communicate in French, they will be more welcoming to you. That's what we learned. So what? how would you speak to them? Bonjour. Parlez-vous <laughs> anglais? We'd be like, do you speak English in French? 
Uh-huh. And then they would be like, yes. And then they're more likely to be kind to you. Because instead like, of you oh, walking in being like, hey, can I get, assuming they speak English. Like, here's some jerk American. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why. Because we just assume they know our language. Like, what if someone was French, walked up to you and just started, you'd be like, excuse me? Like, do I look French? Like, I'm yeah. not French. Yeah. Yeah. But the food was crazy. We did, per Cassie Kelly's recommendation, she has, like, everywhere. You she just is. you just text her and you're like, hey, I'm going here. She sends you an entire note of every location, every Does restaurant. she keep notes on everything? Yes. Every city. <sighs> She's incredible. Goals. I call her the first lady of country music. <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, she she's is, so fashionable. Uh, she like knows how to. She like accidentally flips houses. Like she goes yes. in and makes them so fabulous that people come over and they're like, I'm buying your house. Yeah. And then she has to do it all over again. And her style <laughs> is just impeccable. Perfect. Every time. It's just who she is. It just oozes out of her. It is. I know. I'm, and she just loves she's the everything first lady. fabulous. But she everything. just knows. And she what... calls everything fabulous, which is my favorite. <laughs> I like it. Never used that word until I was around Cassie. And I'd be like, it's fabulous. Because <laughs> that's what she does. She's just the best. But she has entire lists of every city. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. I started putting them in Yelp. So I'm like trying to find a way. I don't know. There's probably a better way to do this. So comment if you know one. But... I want to start having like booklets or whatever lists in Yelp. Okay. To share. I love that. I don't know if that's a thing. Hey, you could But make I started it one. putting hers in there and like the ones we liked and started writing reviews and trying to have different cities that I could be like, hey, go. Cause then when you're going to Paris, I don't know if you can do this, but you could go to my profile, right? Your Yelp profile? And then see what I've saved. Yeah. And then be like, oh, that one's kind of close to us. Cause with her list, I have to Yelp everyone. To know where it is, okay, and find it, and so I've started like putting them into a. So did you map. take her list verbatim? Uh, we went to at least three of the places she recommended, and they're all just fabulous, fabulous. as she would say. <laughs> yeah, one of them we spent the most money we've ever spent on a meal. Worth truly, it. truly, it was right after Blue Tacoma went number one. Got to celebrate! Oh yeah, so we hadn't done like a big celebration dinner, so we did this eight course stop something. What'd you eat? Everything was soft. That's a funny thing about the French. I'm like, do they not have teeth? Like everything <laughs> is soft. It's like mousse, foie gras, like everything. Oh, oh, I can't do foie gras. Okay, yeah. I was like, if I'm gonna do these things, you're gonna do. I'm it gonna here. do them here, yeah. So that I know. That's good. Good for if you. If I like them or don't. That's good. Because an American version, who yeah. knows? They could be totally messy. I shouldn't up. have said that. I should be more open minded. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything like they had escargot and every little, every teeny tiny portion. Was it all delicious? Yeah, it was like a little quail wing. It was like this big. And it was like the meat was like that. And you just, it was Nibble so it. cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then all these desserts and wine pairings. It was crazy. It was crazy. Some of the, some of it, I was like, I could use a little crunch. But yeah. <laughs> that's what the bones Teach are for. Teach their own. Like great. All these teeny tiny mousses, soups. And that's why everyone's so teeny tiny in France. You think? Are they? I don't know. I don't know that they aren't. I just I don't think I noticed. I feel like they drink wine. But everything every was meal. fatty. Everything was fatty. Okay, it's like real food. I don't feel like it's so much True. processed. True. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, an Italian meal there that they wheeled out a whole thing of Parmesan. Okay. And they like scraped it and lit it on fire and like wow. tossed my pasta in it. And, Did like, you die? Oh, it was one of the best. And you like the Eiffel Tower like, a- was like just behind Russell's head. We were in this Stop. like little alley. Oh, you're like, gosh. what is life right now? Yeah, honestly, uh, I would go back anytime. I, oh it was the last gosh. place I wanted to go before we start talking about having kids. Because I was like, I want to go to Paris. So we're talking about having kids. We're talking about it. Okay. We're talking about hey, it. Hey, I like the kid combo. Oh, yeah. We're working on it. Well, we're always working on it. But. 
<laughs> but we've been married five years, and that was my, like, I want five years of just us. Yeah. I love that. Because I wanted to know just if if anything comes, whatever, like, I know what us is so strong. Intrinsically. Is that the right I word? I don't that. know. Just yeah, such just a foundation. know that I know who we are, that you can feel if it changes. I totally get that. Michael and I have been together now 10 years. Yes. We had a two-year break in between. but like Two years? Two years. I don't think I... I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, we had a nice little break in between. I that moved is, to Austin. That's like not even a break. That's like... A breakup. Yeah, that is a breakup. We I, were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> we broke up. I moved cities and states and... Like, I didn't know if we were going to get back together. Yeah, weren't you in Texas or something? Yeah. Then? Yeah. Moved to Austin. and, uh, But I feel like that same way. We have been through so much. Like, I've been with him since he was 21 years old. I was 24. I'm older. And we were the flip. Okay, so he- I was 21. Russ was 23, I think. Okay. When we started dating. I, personally for me, and every story is different, I'm so glad to have gone through all of this life same. and developing together. Same. Even though it, it has been like, the brokest. <laughs> Y'all have been in a lot of, yeah. Wildest, the brokest. Same. But also most exciting yeah. phases you could ever be yeah. in because I'm like, okay, we have survived so so much. Like mm-hmm. we have lived through all these things that I know now when we bring a child into this world, like you are saying, I know who we are through and through. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing you could tell me about Michael. Nothing the, nothing that could shock me. Same. You know, we're so... I, I know him yeah. better probably than I even know myself, yeah. honestly. Because yeah. I'm around him. And I he see knows him. me better than I know myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like we know how to fight with each other now. Mm-hmm. Like learning all that. Fighting just, nice. You got to fight nice. Got to fight nice. Because in the beginning, we weren't perfect at fighting. Me. I wasn't. <laughs> Most I'm people are a hothead. It's a learned... <laughs> fighting is a learned skill. Okay, so how did you guys learn how to fight? How do y'all fighting? fighting. <laughs> um, we, it is a learned skill. Yeah, it really is. And it involves respect, believe we, it or not. I think he was so afraid of commitment, which shocks a lot of people because thank God I'm yours, right? <laughs> but he was so afraid of commitment that I had to learn how to fight with him really gracefully. Okay. And really more so just disagreeing. Okay. And we couldn't have big fights because that would freak him out. Okay. So I kind of learned probably a bad <laughs> trait to like stuff it and find a way to, I would sleep on it and I would find a way to say it kindly in the morning or like but take good, ownership. But that's you're not really stuffing it for a long time. No, no, no. I couldn't stuff it for too long. Yeah. But take ownership, like really zoom out of the situation because I wasn't as emotional the next day. It's actually be, very wise. Yeah. Well, I had to. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Um <laughs> Yeah, and be like, all right, this is what I've done wrong, and I know that, and this is what you did, and that really hurt my feelings. Anything we disagree or whatever, it's usually he hurt my feelings. Okay. we don't. I don't ever really get mad at him. I got mad at him one time, specifically, recently, so probably more times that I've just forgotten, but this one time, can we, can we kind of recently, <laughs> yes. I came home. I had asked him to do the laundry, put uh, away the laundry, okay, because he wanted to go work out, and I love working out. I'm choosing my my... I'm speaking life over this. I actually hate it. Okay. But I'm choosing to start saying, I love working out okay. because I'm hoping I get there. Uh, okay, so you love to work I out. love working out. It's my favorite. If he could hear this right now, he'd be dying because he's like always convincing me. He's like, I'll make you coffee if we go work out. <laughs> so in this scenario, he wanted to work out and I was like, sure, but I need you to do this because I don't have enough time in the day to do this and get ready for a bus call and I have a birthday party tonight. So while I'm at the birthday party, I am... 
I need you to do this laundry. And it was just putting things on hangers. And I primed out more hangers because we were running low. Gave him all of the tools. It's already. Already. Stage was set. I come home. The hangers are in the prime now bags by the door. All the clothes are still out here. And he was playing video games in the basement. Oh, I'm telling you, I think that's, I think that's guys. I lost my ever loving mind. Like, did you kind of blow up? Oh, yeah. Is this oh, a new yeah. thing? No. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I was just so, so angry because I was like, I do everything <laughs> for us. I was like, I asked you for help once, which is if you do any Enneagram. What are you? I'm a three, three, two, two, three. Achiever helper. Yes. So like this was my two wing freaking out. Oh, because now you're two wings in a crisis mode. Right. So like I always help him, always have helped him. But that's what you love to do. Right. I love it. But I asked for help. What's his Enneagram? He is a seven. That's what Michael is. As the day is long. Michael's straight seven. Best day of his life. Every day. Wakes up, has enough energy to do everything. I feel like sevens are the happiest people. They are. They're really happy people. I know. Michael's a seven too. And I'm just like, thank God. I feel like you could be. No, I'm a four. I'm an emotional pit. I bet you have a strong three ring wing though. Yes. You're an achiever. Look but, at you. This is achieving. I am a four, <laughs> a four, four, four. Huh. I just live in my emotions and yeah. thank God I married a seven yes. or else I would just be at the bottom of they a well crying. They say three, three, seven, I'm sure four, seven. It's like, it's like the perfect 10. Oh, I like that. Like in achieving, cause I have the achiever and he has the dreamer. Mm. And so I'm like, let's do this. We're unstoppable. Let's go. Okay. And he has great. the energy that keeps me going. Yes. It's like this whole thing. Okay. So anyway, my two wings. Your two wings flaring. So, so <laughs> when, when they're in stress, they go to eight. So I, I like, I blew up. Oh, like I, I didn't like actually blow up, but I just started cleaning and being loud. <laughs> and he's like, I got it. I was like, clearly you don't. Like I was, <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. And he never plays video games. So you're like, of all the days. I like he never, he's not that guy. Cause yeah. I, when he wanted to get an Xbox, I was like, gross. Like, I think guys who like are obsessed with video games, it's Same. so unattractive to me. Uh-huh. And I was like, do you really want to be unattractive to me? Like, that's how I pitched it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, but for him, I'm actually glad he has it because he never plays it. And if he does, it's because he's actually so exhausted that he needs something to shut his mind off. Otherwise, yeah. he will keep dreaming and keep brainstorming. And he uh-huh. never he never sits and stops. Yeah. And so it makes him sit and stop. So... He really never does that ever, and so like I was like, of all the days, I was so so. Mad. How did that one end? We went to bed angry. Which did he defend his video games? Oh no, no, he knew he he okay. knew he was definitely wrong. Yeah, and well, at one point he did was he like, just like jump up and start hanging things up? Oh yeah, <laughs> he rose to the occasion, <laughs> and I was like, no, forget it. I've got it's it. Too late. It's now. too late. Yeah. So I go to sleep mad, which. I said this recently on another podcast that I I think that's one of the things in the Bible that I'm like, I disagree with you because it says like, don't let the sun go down on your anger. But mind you, the sun was already down, first of all. <laughs> yeah. And I just have a clear head in the morning. I, well, it's better not to fight when you're in rage. Oh, yeah. You know, I have learned that about myself because like Oof. I get activated kind of easily. I've worked on it a lot. A yeah. lot of therapy, a lot of like self-realization that like anger is never a good thing. So if yeah. I feel angry and hot, that is not the time no. to talk about something. No. It is definitely not the time. No. And what is it? It's like, there's a acronym. It's like, not when you're hungry, tired. Halt. Halt. Hungry, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Angry, lonely, tired. Yeah. And I was tired. I was exhausted. It was like the week of every Christmas party, every everything. We had just come off the road. We'd hosted two huge things at our house. And I was you're like, spent. I am done. I have nothing left. 
And that's when I I was like, I asked for help once, which I asked for help all the time. Like I was just so dramatic. <laughs> I was like, Sometimes you got I was be. like, you're not allowed to not help me. I help you always. Like <laughs> speaking totally crazy. And it happens though. Oh yeah. You know, it does. Yeah. Sometimes you Sorry, break. Just like in the I did that a bunch in this podcast. Oh, I'm sure, it's okay. So. Sorry. Uh, hey, I hack all the time. Hey. I'm, like, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just great. sipping my coffee and but I think that is one of the great things about marriage is learning each other. Yeah. Learning your breaking points, learning how to navigate those situations and not getting lost in them. Not thinking it's no. the end of the world. It's just a moment. It was a moment. It's and a the moment. next morning, the next morning, it was so cute. He gave me a card and everything. Okay. Now like, that's Because I've sweet. never actually, I don't think I've ever actually been mad at him. And that was the first time. And it this is like five years in. Wow. So this was a, this was a moment. Oh, this was a moment. Yeah. And what did the card say? It was just like, thank you so much for everything you do for our family. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. You know, I was like, I was like, this is maybe the cute. I should get mad at you more often. Like, yeah. this is so cute. I really don't get mad at him. It's mostly my feelings are hurt or I feel. Yeah. Because I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty good at recognizing I feel lonely. So instead of like doing something to pull him in, like and getting upset about something. So he comes close. I just, I just tell him. Yeah. I'm like, I need more of you. I haven't seen you enough. I feel like I'm in the background. What's your love language? Quality time. Okay. And so, which is also why I, ha- I kind of have to be on the road. Uh-huh. Because otherwise, I I don't know. I'm not words of aff. I don't need, in that scenario, I guess I would have been acts of service. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just like being around him. And most of the time, I can just be in the same orbit. And mm-hmm. it, we don't have to be alone. But sometimes I do need just, like, I need just you and me. Let's go for a walk. You're saying going for a walk is like a key to happy marriage. It's my yeah. Tell me some of your keys to happy marriage. Ooh, walks. Okay. Um, sex. <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> like some people aren't no. about that, but like I mean, I totally agree with that. Same on a very regular basis. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we bonded <laughs> over this. We have. We're a team like try for every day. I mean, my, well, I maybe it's that seven who's just happy go lucky and yeah. enjoys all the things in life. But Michael is like down every day. Yes, same with Russell. Yeah. And if it's yeah, and so I'm just like, okay, why would I fight this? A because it's yeah. fun, and B it's cheaper than therapy. Cheaper than therapy, and it keeps you so connected. Yes, it really does. If that drifts apart ever, which ours never has, because yeah, um, I I just decided one day I was like, I'm going to make this a priority. Same, and we're like. I heard it somewhere. Girls are like crockpots and men are like microwaves. Okay. Have you ever heard that? No. That like our, like our sexual everything is more of a slow, steady, all day kind of a thing. Yes, yes, So yes. like if they flirt with us all day and they, but you just like kiss a guy for two seconds and they're like, bing, we're done. <laughs> like we're ready. You know, we're more, a, we're, it's all mixed together. Yes. We can't like separate. Like if you were a jerk early in the morning, we still feel that at night. Like yes. it's, guys are, not as much like that. Absolutely. In my experience. I agree. And so, yeah, if, if I in my if I set my crock pot to low in the morning, like my, my mentally, then when it comes time, whenever we do, I'm like, yeah, I've been thinking about it, I've been processing, and it makes me be open and I can't stuff things. Uh-huh. Because if that's going to happen, we're going to have had a conversation if I'm upset about something. Absolutely. It makes me communicate Makes him really sentimental and sweet all the time. Yeah. I mean, not all the time, but honestly a lot I of think, the time. No, I think having a healthy sexual relationship keeps your relationship yeah. healthy. I feel like it's like insurance for your marriage. Okay. Wait, that's great. Tell me why. Tell me what that means exactly. I don't know. I just feel like 
it helps make you invincible. Like you're yeah. becoming, you're intentionally, you are one as a married couple, but you're choosing to be one and just reiterating over and over. We are one. We are one. Yeah. And I think it's great. I love that. I agree. Yeah. Hey, sex. high five. Great marriage. Sex, great marriage. Sex, walks. Going for walks. I love a good walk. You get your communication. You get, I, I like to say the shoulder to shoulder. Men communicate better shoulder to shoulder than face to face. Okay. And I get that in my experience. That's and I read it somewhere. I can't remember. That's super interesting. Like girls are like, let's get coffee. That's like sit and like stare each other's eyes. Yeah, like we're doing this. Like guys, if if they were doing this podcast, they'd be like this. Yeah, (laughs) because they're more open that Mm -hmm. way. Totally. And so when we go for a walk, so much. So we go for a walk, and he just dreams, and I I I enjoy it too. We'll we'll pray while we walk because you're not just like sitting or laying in bed, and you're like in Jesus' name. Amen. It's like, I love that. You're moving. It's more conversational. Yeah. It's like, God, we pray for this friend who has cancer. Like, we say no in yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah. You know, like, we're pray- we'll pray for this person's marriage or, I don't know, it's more conversational. It doesn't end. I love that. It's great. Wine. Wine. Yeah. Also leads to the great sex part. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> um, not too much, though. Yes. Yeah. You can't get sloppy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, he is a little wino. I call him wino. Is is that like a negative term? Well, I just like it's a thing now. It's even on his apps. He just puts his wine glasses in his oh, mouth. Oh yeah, his wine glasses. I was like, oh. yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. He doesn't do the thin ones just to reassure everyone who gets terrified it's going to break in okay. his mouth. If they're like really fine ones, he doesn't. Okay, he so doesn't it has mess to be with a certain it. consistency. Yeah, it has to be like thickness, semi indestructible. Yeah, cause, okay, but it's never too tight. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah, he um he like the Psalm documentaries. Have you ever watched those? No. S O M M. Like S Yeah, for becoming a master sommelier. Oh, oh, oh. And it's a documentary. There's three of them now of these people trying to be masters and it is wild. Like they have to blind taste three whites, three reds, say what year they are, where they're from. And there's hundreds, wine. right? Or thousands of wines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And regions and there's only, I think there's less than 100 masters in the world. Well, So the yeah. first documentary is really cool, watching that process, because it's, like, you have to be a savant. Like, this is not a normal person's skill set. Yeah. The funny part about it is, we watched the first one when it came out on on our TV in our old apartment, living next to Miss Kathy and her cat in our little duplex, drinking boxed wine, watching this documentary. But about that is all super, the yeah, like, wines. I taste cherry, blossoms, cardboard, <laughs> some cardboard, <laughs> tennis balls. Like it's like <laughs> so funny. We wa- like watched and drank the cheapest wine possible because that's all we could afford. And so then the second one came out and we got even more. We watched the second one like eight times. I got to watch this. They're so fun. That second one's my favorite. It tells you why all of the things are as important as they are. Okay. Like even how wine uh, f- was affected by war and hmm. it's really cool. So anyway... It got him super into wine. So I call him Russell Dickerson when he does this to us. Okay. When he does his swirling, nice. and his, which is disgusting. I like hate when people do that. <laughs> but he does it every uh-huh, now and then. Uh-huh. If it's a very nice wine, uh-huh. um, he loves it. It's really it's really cute. I love that. He's very into it. And I get to reap the benefits of it. I'm like, yeah. this wine's delicious. Thanks, babe. Hey, thanks for scoping. Yeah, exactly. So what are y'all watching on Netflix these days? Ooh. Um, it's not Netflix, but uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Love. Love. We have two more episodes and I like refuse to watch them because I don't I don't want it to be over. I'm just like that. I'm like, it can't be over. Ah. 
we're catching up on This Is Us because love. I have to gear up for that. I, I love it. Every time I'm in it, I'm like, okay, I love watching this, but I have to gear up for each episode. Yes. Because I know it's going to just hug all my heartstrings. Yes. Which I love. I love I feeling all the things, but he's less likely to be like, yeah, let's watch it as a seven because sevens avoid pain and that show has some in it. So he's it like, really hits he's like let's watch Miss Maisel. Like, let's watch the funny one, you know? Yeah. He's really sweet. He watches what I want to watch because a lot of, I think it is kind of like a spiritual thing for me. I, if it's really heavy and dark, I really, really feel it. Mm, yes. And I, I'm like, why am I praying against all of these heavy and dark things and then submitting myself to them mm-hmm. and watching them? I'm like, this makes no sense. So one day I was like, I'm, if it's not, if it doesn't make me feel great, I'm, I'm not, not watching it. it. We yeah. have enough real stress in our lives. Absolutely. I don't need fake stress. I love that. So we're a happy show, people. That's how we are too. Well, I'm being married friends. to seven. We watch friends like religiously. Y'all should watch um, Last Man on Earth. Have y'all seen that? Yes. It's so okay. silly. I, I have, we need it to kinda, pick it back up. It kind of took a little, it kind of is getting a little more intense, but like Michael's the same way. That we watched The Good episode, Place. That first that episode one? is the best pilot I've ever seen of Last Man on Earth. When it's he's like, like bowling with cars. Yes. And things are blowing up. And yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite pilots of all time. We watched it the whole first season and then I think we got lost interest in the second. Yeah. It's kind of cheesy, but it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Michael's the same you way. You kind of remind me of January Jones. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. She's babe. she's a babe. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> okay, so obviously I want to talk to you forever, but I know okay. you have to go to bus call and there's laundry and all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, she's, so she's like literally like in the laundry. laundry. Yeah, honey, <laughs> honey. Um, but I like to leave all my episodes with "Leave Your Light." Mm-hmm. So, just obviously, you're super inspiring. This all is inspiring. But what do you want people to know? Like, what's a message you want to speak into people? Ooh. That hmm, just love people, love them hard and well and intentionally. And I personally think being known is even better than being loved because in our culture, everything is just like, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. But like nothing communicates love, like actually investing in people and knowing them and knowing them well. And in turn, you're loving them well. I love that. Investing yeah. in people. Invest in people. Do you invest in a lot of people, or do you? Are you? I rein it in. Yeah, I used to do a lot. And LA has helped you rein that in. Yes, that's part of the reason y'all got the apartment just mm-hmm. to just to have alone time and and not say yes us. to everything. Yeah, you said a quote like, "If you say yes to everything, it's because you're not learning how to prioritize your nose or something." Yeah, yeah, uh, just because you're. I forget exactly what it was, but. If you're saying yes to everything, it's only showing that you don't know how to say no. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. Like, I, I had to really learn that. Yeah. Because one day I woke up and I realized, I was like, I've gone to coffee eight times this week. <laughs> and every single time I was helping someone and it was not reciprocated. Yes. And I was like, okay, that's the two-wing. Like, yeah. I enjoy it, but... You can't spread yourself too thin. I, but then I realized I hadn't seen my very best friends, the yeah. ones who don't need me. Yes. In the best way because they're reciprocal friendships. Yes. And I was like, dang, like I really need to reprioritize my life. And so I, my circle got smaller and smaller. And unless it's reciprocal, like it really doesn't get much of my time because there's not much of it left. I think that's so important. I feel like I've been that same way. I was, I've, I've always loved to be social, know everyone, yeah. love everyone. I hit a breaking point in the past couple of years. I'm like, I am tired like mm-hmm. I love knowing so many people and being in community but same it's like you just want to pour yourself into the relationships that really 
are, that are lifelong. Yeah. That aren't like, and then if someone comes around and it totally flows in, it's great, but it's like, I'm not seeking that out. Like no. I used to, I, we had so many people live with us, stay with us who needed us. Like those were beautiful times. But all of a sudden one year I was like, that season's done. Yeah. And that was the beginning of this last year. And ever, and thank God. Cause if I had, we had nothing left, honestly, yeah. we were so exhausted that if we were banking on anything in return from these people, we would have been screwed. <laughs> I was like, not the people who stayed with us, but the yeah. ones who always needed our time. And yeah, we really had to rein it in. I love that. Yeah. I love you. You're so wise, girl. Honey, I, love you. I just love you. I'm serious. I love you so much. I Little Miss ever- Sunshine over oh, here. God. Well, I have a rain cloud too. I have to, <laughs> my number four, like my four is like, I'm a romantic. It's a secret, it's a secret rain cloud back there. <sighs> well, if it, I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I've worked on it a lot because like, I'm just, I'm a romantic. That's what yeah. a four is. So like, I get so lost in feelings. Mm. I've had to learn how to separate them all and realize and like, and not get, like go down the landslide with them. Yeah. And that's how I, in my thirties, I will say I've gotten a lot better. Like therapy and Michael have helped yeah. me <laughs> therapy tremendously. Team therapy. And I just mean, realizing it's a great that thing. I don't have to feel everything to the bottom. Like, no. but when I feel something and it like affects me, I have to go to the bottom so hard and just feel it and feel it. And that's why I can recover quickly from things. Like some people, something will hit them and it will take them years to process yeah. or like months for me. I'm like in it all the way down mm-hmm. immediately like there. And then I just figure out how to get out of it. So it's really intense, but it's fast. That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. But it's also and I'm like, glad you know how to do that. It's also psycho because <laughs> like, I'm like bipolar sometimes. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I freaking love you. I love you too. Thank you for joining. Thanks for coming over. Yes. Oh. I love it. Have fun on the road. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.